you have your Bibles, you can open up to Genesis chapter 1. There's no place I'd rather be than in the house of the Lord. What an honor to come into his presence. Never lose the wonder, the reality that we have free access the presence of the Lord. Genesis chapter 1, verses 1 to 4. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was without form and void, and darkness was on the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. Then God said, let there be light. And there was light. And God saw the light, that it was good, and God divided the light from the darkness. Matthew chapter 5, verses 14 to 16, you are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden, nor do they light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a lampstand, and it gives light to all who are in the house. Let your light shine so before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. In Genesis chapter 1, he spoke, let there be light. Matthew chapter 5, he spoke, you are the light of the world. He continued, let your light shine. I believe the Spirit of the Lord is here tonight highlighting these divine announcements, these celestial declarations, these miracle words. Light was made to shine. The purpose, the expression of light. Genesis 1, 1 to 4, in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was without form and void. And darkness was on the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. Then God said, let there be light. And there was light. And God saw the light, that it was good. And God divided the light from the darkness. I'd like to say tonight that light has always been the answer. The remedy, the cure for darkness. Light will always be the remedy, the answer, the cure for darkness. It's His answer, His remedy, His cure for darkness. John 1, verse 5 in the Amplified reads, Light shines on in the darkness, for the darkness has never overpowered it. J.B. Phillips' New Testament Light still shines in the darkness, and the darkness has never put it out. You know, there is no substitute for light. There is no other alternative. There is no replacement. Light is the answer. Light is the remedy. Light is the holy cure for unholy darkness. And the voice of the Lord is still declaring, let there be light. 
the Lord is still, in a sense, creating light in the darkness. He's setting light in darkness. He's setting light in dark places, in places without the form of God, places void, void of God. The Lord is still declaring, let there be light. He's still creating these creative words. You know what he is creating? The light that he is speaking into existence is people. People from every nation, tribe, and tongue pulled from the darkness, pulled from the formless, pulled from the void. And here the Lord speaks. The Lord takes us and he speaks into us a new reality. The voice declaring, let there be light. And I pray that you can hear the Spirit of the Lord tonight speaking in this place. Let there be light. The truth is that we are the answer. We are the remedy. We are the cure. Jesus in us is the answer, the remedy, the cure. 1 Thessalonians 5.5, you are all sons of light and sons of the day. We are not of the night, nor of darkness. Sons and daughters of the light, sons and daughters of the day. If you're here tonight and you know Jesus Christ is your personal Lord and Savior, you have been born again. Born of light. Born as light. He declared and spoke into you, let there be light. Pulled from the darkness, pulled from the shadows. It is the Lord that has lit us. And I'd like to say tonight that He has not lit us to keep us hidden. He has not lit us that we hide ourselves. What good is a hidden light? What good is a hidden lamp? Matthew 5, verses 14 to 16, again, you are the light of the world. Hear him speaking to you tonight. Hear him speaking to us as a body tonight. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden, nor do they light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a lampstand, and it gives light to all who are in the house. He says tonight, let your light shine before men, that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. And I thought about this. We don't light a lamp and put it under a basket. And the truth is, a hidden lamp is a basket case. A hidden believer is a basket case. And so I looked up the definition a basket case, and here it is, a person who is incapable of functioning normally. A hidden believer is a basket case, incapable of functioning normally, properly. The Lord never had it in mind that his people would be hidden that the light would be hidden. Nowhere did he give us that option. 
We actually do not have the option as believers. He didn't say, well, for some, if you choose to be hidden, go ahead. For others, he said, cannot be hidden. And that's his declaration over us tonight. That's his declaration over you tonight, your children tonight, this house tonight. Cannot be hidden. I love how the message reads, if I make you light bearers, you don't think I'm going to hide you under a bucket, do you? I'm putting you on a light stand. The Lord lit us that we might stand and that we would do what we as the new creation of the Lord were created to do. Shine. A few points tonight. He has lit us to use us. Acts 13, verse 47. For so the Lord has commanded us, I have set you as a light to the Gentiles, that you should be for salvation to the ends of the earth. Can you hear that declaration over this house tonight, over you tonight, over your home tonight, your family tonight, your children tonight? This is what he's saying to us. I have set you as a light. I've set you as a light in that school. I have set you as a light on that block. I have set you as a light in that place of occupation, that place of business. It's not just about collecting a check. I have set you as light. Mother Teresa said these words, we need to give Christ a chance to make use of us, to be his word and his work, to share his food and his clothing in the world today. And I love these words. If we do not radiate the light of Christ around us, the sense of the darkness that prevails in the world will increase. He has lit us to use us. God wants to use us. But he has a real hard time using basket case Christians. (laughs) Cannot be hidden. Can you just hear that tonight and let the Spirit take it further than I could take it? Cannot be hidden. Your home cannot be hidden. Your family cannot be hidden. Jesus Christ, the hope of glory, the light in you cannot be hidden. Cannot be hidden. He has lit us for good works to capture the attention of the world. Matthew 5, 16, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works, not hear about your good works. Well, these are all the good things I do. This is what my family does. This is what we do on Sundays. This is how we operate in church where it's safe. This is the kind of music we listen to when you're not in our house. Let your light shine, that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. You know, the text couldn't read more clear. Dwight L. Moody said these words, we are told to let our light shine, and if it does, we won't need to tell anybody it does. Lighthouses don't fire cannons to call attention to their shining, they just shine. 
He has lit us to proclaim his praises. 1 Peter 2, 9, read, But you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, his own special people, that you may proclaim, if you're looking for a mission statement, if you're trying to figure out what you're supposed to be doing, what we're supposed to be doing, let's just start here tonight. That you may proclaim the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. That's why I wake up every day. That's why he gives us breath. He wants to use us. Sending us out in this city into the darkness. As his saints awake declaring, let there be light. Passion translation reads that you would broadcast his glorious wonders throughout the world. Lord, help us. He has lit us to deal with darkness. He's actually using us to deal with darkness. He wants to use you to deal with darkness. Ephesians 5, verses 8 to 11. For you were once in darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Walk as children of light, for the fruit of the Spirit is in all goodness, righteousness, and truth. Walk as children of light, finding out what is acceptable to the Lord. He goes on. We don't stop there. It reads, and have no fellowship. I'm just helping you underline tonight. And have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness. I think it's so clear. But rather, expose them. Well, so-and-so is coming over. Let's grab a bucket. Let's grab a basket. Let's conceal the light. Heading into that environment, let's, let's conceal it. This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. Hiding under a bush? Hell no. Why? Because that's where people are going. And if we don't shine, they might not have an opportunity or not the opportunity they could have had by a light that is so lit, that is not ashamed, that has cast away the basket, the bucket. It's not even an option. No matter where we walk, no matter where the sole of our foot treads, no matter the environment, no matter the company, the basket's not an option. We're not going to hide and then tell people about our works. Instead, we're going to show them. We're going to let our light shine that they might see. We're not going to fire off cannons saying, hey, we're Christians. We're believers. Let your light shine that they might see, the text says. That they might see. That they might. Wow, that they might see. Martin Luther King, Jr. Darkness cannot drive out darkness. Only light can do that. If we think our basket case Christianity is going to drive out darkness, 
we are sadly mistaken. If we think getting in there and acting like everybody else acts is going to drive out darkness, we are fools. Only the light. Only the light. Only the light can do it. He has lit us to give light to all those in the house. Matthew 5.15, it gives light to all who are in the house. And that word, house, is this. Properly, residence, abstractly, but usually concretely an abode, literally or figuratively, by implication, a family, especially domestics, a home or a house. Can we agree tonight that the Lord is calling us to give light to all those in the house of the Lord and that the Lord is calling us to give light to all those that dwell in our residence and that frequent our residence and that visit our residence? Give light to all who are in the house. And I feel the Spirit just asking parents, are you giving light to your children? What are you giving to them? What are you allowing them to partake in? Allowing them to listen to and watch. The associations, they're your kids. The relationships. Have no fellowship. Have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness. No fellowship. No fellowship. I remember in our house growing up, sleepovers at non-Christian homes was not an option. Just trying to protect. He has lit us that we remain lit. Philippians 2, verses 14 to 16, Do all things without complaining and disputing. Wow, Lord, help us. That you may become blameless and harmless, children of God without fault. This is his heart for us, for his church. Children of God without fault. Where? In the midst of a crooked and perverse generation. Light without fault in the darkness. Among whom you shine as lights in the world, holding fast the word of life, so that I may rejoice in the day of Christ that I have not run in vain or labored in vain. 2 Corinthians 6, verse 14. Let's not do away with this in this time in history and in our generation. Do not be unequally yoked together with unbelievers. For what fellowship or in common has righteousness with lawlessness? And what communion has light with darkness? We could just speak to so many things right now. We could speak to dating. Anybody ever heard of flirt and convert? You want to know what happens? It's usually flirt and you get perverted. Your Christianity goes by the wayside. Your commitment to the house of the Lord goes by the wayside. People act all good at the start. But you got to know that their heart's right. 
And you got to let them receive the Lord. The Bible is very clear. We better not mess with the text. And let's not go against the text and then think everything's just going to work out because God's got my back. When he's, he's given us his counsel, he's not saying ignore it and come back and pray and fall on your knees. Listen, he's a gracious God. We know that. He's merciful. But too often nowadays, he's the God of second chances and third chances. And I just saw this clip not too long ago, and I was about to actually download it, and then I thought, forget it, because it was like the, he's the God of a million chances. And I thought, you know, that's the last thing a generation needs to hear. Because then we take advantage of it, and we treat his grace like that. He's so clear. Do not be unequally yoked together with unbelievers. For what fellowship has righteousness with lawlessness? Can I remind us tonight that this is New Testament, so all you who have half a Bible, I'm reading out of your Bible tonight. And what communion has light with darkness? The Lord has lit us that we remain lit for all eternity. And I just felt this week, because I hear about those that are falling away and those that are becoming basket cases and are, are just walking away from the Lord and turning back to darkness, and it's almost like they're being born again into the world. It is tragic when a believer recreates themselves, turning from light to darkness. It's a tragedy. It's the greatest miracle when they turn from darkness to light, and it's an absolute tragedy. It's not like, oh, well, they might come back one day. It's an absolute tragedy. The heart of heaven breaks as they recreate themselves. Turn from light to darkness. Watch Manise at these words. The devil abhors light and truth because these remove the ground of his working. The devil hates light. The devil hates truth. This messes up his plan. You know the plan he has for Edmonton? When believers live without baskets, when they step out and they understand the declaration of the Lord, that as we leave our homes in the morning, God is saying and the Spirit is saying with a prophetic voice, let there be light. In all these environments, the devil is not impressed because he knows it's messing up. It's removing the ground of his working. Genesis 1, 1-4, again, in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was without form and void, and darkness was on the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. Then God said, let there be light, and there was light. And God saw the light, that it was good. And God divided the light from the darkness. Can we note that the Lord himself saw the light? that it was good. I wonder tonight, do we see as the Lord sees? And God saw the light, that it was good, and God divided the light from the darkness. That word divided means to separate, set apart, to make a distinction or a difference. And I say to all of us here tonight, 
that that is who we are, and that is what we are, and that is why we are. Separate, in the world, but not of the world. Set apart from. Set apart unto the Lord. Here to make a distinction and here to make a difference. And the Spirit of the Lord is in this place tonight, and the voice of the Lord is declaring in this room, let there be light. Just as he declared at the beginning, he's still declaring it. He's still speaking it into creation. He's still speaking it into the world. He's saying, let there be light. He's still using light to deal with darkness. He's the same God yesterday, today, and forever. And can we see that tonight, that he hasn't changed his plan? Light to overtake the darkness. May I ask tonight, is there a basket we need to get rid of? Matthew 5, 5. Nor do they light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a lampstand. And it gives light to all who are in the house. Perhaps these are the words you need to hear tonight. Come out from under the basket. If you've placed yourself there, or if others have pressured you to take cover, come out. You were created as light to do what light was created to do. The Lord needs each one of us, and he desires to use each one of us. He has made us light. And the Lord is setting light, setting us in the darkness, in dark places, in places without the form of God, places void of God. Which places? Your place of influence, your sphere of influence that is unique to you, your place of shining, your place of ministry, your place of calling your place of destiny, your place of purpose. You see, what good can come if we turn into a basket case? People incapable of functioning normally. Light incapable of functioning normally. Christians incapable of functioning normally. Can you imagine if in our homes... In our modern world, the lights were incapable of functioning normally. We'd be right quick to check the breaker box. We'd be right quick to try and fix it ourselves, or if we don't know how, we'd be calling an electrician. We'd be concerned. So let's take stock of our lives. And if we are incapable shining properly. It's time to cast the basket aside. I share these words. The fundamental principle of Christianity is to be what God is. And He is light. But what's this all about? What's Christianity all about? To be like God. 
What's it all about? I think sometimes we confuse people. We give them so many answers. What's it all about? Let's just start here. It's just, just to be like Jesus and go from there. Let's get his name in there as quick as we can, hey? Because that's where the power is. That's where the line is drawn. You can have a lot of religious conversations that get you nowhere, and all they do is waste your time. You got to get the name of Jesus in there real quick. Because time is of the essence. We don't have all the time in the world. Banning Leafshire, pastor who's been here many times, said these words. The enemy knows he can't defeat your light, so he convinces you to hide your light. And there's truth there. He can't defeat your light. He can't defeat, let's say, your Jesus, your hope of glory. So he convinces you to hide it. Because then he can hold the others that are in darkness. Those that you might be able to influence. Has there been convincing in your life, in our lives? Perhaps concerning certain environments, not others. We come to church and we leave the bucket in the car or we leave the basket at home. But wow, when we head out in the morning to the construction site, basket's on. When we head to that place of education, basket's on. Head to the coffee shop, basket's on. Head to the clothing store, basket's on. Heading to the hospital, basket's on. Wherever it might be, I pray that we understand that when we walk into any environment or when we leave our house in the morning, he's saying, let there be light. And if we would begin to speak as God speaks and declare that prophetically as we walk into a place of business, let there be light. Let there be light. As we go in the morning to prepare and we're getting ready to teach in our classroom, let there be light. Our place of business, whatever that might look like, let there be light. Let there be light. You can have the worship team return. It is so tragic when a believer recreates themselves, turning from light to darkness. And I recently read this quote, John Piper. If you can't see the sun, you will be impressed with a street light. If you've never felt thunder and lightning, you'll be impressed with fireworks. And if you turn your back on the greatness and majesty of God, you'll fall in love with the world of shadows and short-lived pleasures. When asked tonight, do we know Jesus? Do you know Jesus? Are we living as the light that we are? 
that he has created us to be, that he has declared that we are? Are we a basket case? Are we hiding? Are we hidden? Chosen or forced? Have we fallen in love with the world of shadows and short-lived pleasures? And the Lord is here tonight declaring, let there be light. He's declaring it on the corporate level, let there be light. He's declaring it over each home represented here tonight, let there be light. Each calling, each occupation, let there be light. Let there be light. He knows the streets by name. Let there be light. He knows your address. Let there be light. He knows the names of your neighbors. Let there be light. He knows the situations and the circumstances. Let there be light. Let there be light. We might not even be aware of the darkness that is around us. The darkness in people's lives and in their living. Think of children as I drop my kids off at school. No idea what kind of home lives they have. And you can see and you can feel and you can hear what it must be like beyond those walls. Let there be light. Every day that I drop my kids off at school, I say, shine the light of Jesus. Shine the light of Jesus. God bless you. Shine the light of Jesus. That's what we're here for. I send my kids to public school. If that's not your prerogative, no problem at all. But I believe that if we rip every Christian kid out of a public school, what hope do we have? Don't take the light out of the world. Put the light in the world. In the world, but not of the world. You want to know the truth? I'm not fearful of what that environment can do to my family. Because I fear God more than that environment. And the light always overtakes darkness. Isn't that true? It illuminates the darkness. It pushes back the night. Brings freedom. Brings freedom. Brings freedom. Let there be light. To this house, I believe the Lord is saying, I've made you light bearers. It's time to hear that again. You may have heard it before, but I have made you light bearers. That is a prophetic word over this house. Time and time again, we've heard it. I've made you light bearers. I'm putting you on a light stand, hidden no longer. I'm not hiding you. That's the voice of the Lord. You are not created. You are not set here to be hidden. Illumine creation. Let there be light in Edmonton. Let there be light in Sherwood Park. Let there be light in Fort Saskatchewan. Let there be light in Spruce Grove and Stony Plain and on and on. Let there be light. Let there be light. Let there be light. Man, God can do miracles. I just feel like for some here tonight, you travel throughout the week and you're saying, let there be light in Edmonton, but I'm never there. Listen, you drive that truck or whatever you're driving and you pray all the way and you just say, let there be light wherever I'm going into whatever business I'm headed into, whatever environment, let there be light, let there be light. I believe if we'll pick up these divine words, 
these miracle words, the words of our creative God, things will change. Things will change. Instead of dialoguing over the impossibility of the situation or the environment, saying how hopeless it is, or maybe you've been shining for a long, long time, just again, just pick it up. Let there be light. Let there be light. Let there be light, Lord, today. Let there be light today. Let there be light. Let there be light. Let there be light. Let there be light in the schools. If you attend school, just name your school. Let there be light in and name the school tonight. Let there be light in the hospitals. How many know we need light in the hospitals? Let there be light in the education realm. We need light. Let there be light in the political realm. Let there be light. God is sending us out, called and chosen. You might look at where you're placed and you say, this is not a divine placement of the Lord. Listen, don't believe that for one moment. Wherever you're at right now, maybe this job is just a transition into something else, but wherever you are right now, God has you there as light. He wants to use you as light. And so, Lord, for those of us who are in, we say with you, let there be light. We agree with you, let there be light. We hear your words that you have made us the light, that we are the light of the world. And that you're not hiding us, but you're putting us on a stand. Lord, we commit to letting our light shine. For the glory of your name. For the glory of your name, Jesus. For the glory of your name, Jesus. Jesus, come. Jesus, come. Let there be light. Open it. Purify hearts in your fire. Breathe in us. Let it be light.